0: Hello my friends, big show today, two parts. First of all, I go through the president of YouTube, how she brags about how she's censoring the internet. It's a little creepy, but not as creepy as Chief Justice Beverly McLaughlin, the retired judge in Canada who now works for China, what she has to say about censorship. But then I think the highlight of today's show was talking to Sheila Gunn-Reed, who went to the Grace Life Church in Edmonton as it was raided by police. So we'll have excerpts of that. I really wish you had the video version of this podcast, not only to see the first stories, but to see Sheila on location with your own eyes, what that was like. You can get all that by getting the video version of this podcast at uh, rebelnews.com and click subscribe. It's eight bucks a month. You get my show, Sheila's show, David Menzies' show, Andrew Chapitreau's show, and the satisfaction of knowing your $8 a month goes to support Rebel News. All right, here's today's podcast. Tonight, the head of YouTube brags about how brutal they've made their censorship. Plus, Sheila Gunn-Reed live from the church invasion in Edmonton. It's April 7th, and this is the Ezra LeVant Show. Yeah. Why should others go to jail why? when you're a biggest carbon hey, consumer I know? There's 8,500 customers here, and you won't give them an answer. The only thing I have to say to the government for why i publish is it. because it's my bloody right to do so. Stay with us after my monologue. We'll go to Sheila Gunn Reid, who was on the scene as police raided the Grace Life Church outside Edmonton, Alberta. But first, you know the World Economic Forum, right? It's those really creepy, creepy people who believe in the Great Reset, who tell us we should own nothing, have no privacy, eat bugs, stuff like that. While they feast on seven-course meals. Seriously, it's a billionaires' club. By the way, their keynote speaker at this year's get-together was Xi Jinping, the dictator of China. Well, they had an online conference yesterday, and by random chance I stumbled upon it, and I recognized the president of YouTube. I know what she looks like, but I actually never heard her speak before. I realized it was really weird to hear a billionaire tech oligarch who sounded like a, like a stereotypical valley girl. She's an uptalker. Who also does vocal fry? You know what? Do you know what I mean by
1: that? my my American accent, do
2: like, you, you heard on Terminator, kind of changed a little bit into um, Callie from the Valley. She's <laughs> <laughs> like this. She's like this whole like situation. That <laughs> was
0: amazing. I don't know. I just think it's weird to hear that coming from the mouth of a oligarch billionaire. But I guess when you're that rich and powerful, all you ever hear is how wonderful you are, and no one points out that you sound a bit like Paris Hilton. Well, she's not wonderful. She's terrible. I watched her whole presentation and it was basically her boasting to the World Economic Forum about how harshly YouTube has ratcheted up the censorship of the internet. She's being interviewed by a super up-talker here.
2: The last time we spoke, which was at or the last time we spoke in public, which was at South by Southwest, um you introduced a, a new concept very much related to this, which is that when conspiracy information is shown, you would you know, show a panel with authoritative information and you would lead people to Wikipedia. Tell me how this has evolved over the last two years.
3: Sure, so yes, we met almost what, two and a half years ago, 2018, and I- Oh my God, you, three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. And I told you that we were gonna do label uh, content. And at the time, that was a new idea. No one, I don't think we had actually rolled it out or we were just in the process of rolling it out. Uh, And that became something that we now refer to as information panels. And those information panels have become incredibly important. I'd say they're a serious workhorse in making sure that people have the right information and that we can... Uh, used to counter misinformation. So I'll give you a few examples. We certainly have used that on all the um, coronavirus information. So if you look at something COVID-related, we'll link to all different kind of health information, health authorities, depending upon what country you're in. Um, All kinds of common conspiracies will link that. Um, For election integrity, we use that. Um, In COVID, we served hundreds of billions of impressions that were different information panels. So we've come a long way. Uh, Nick, since we first met, and uh, I'm hopeful that our VBR is also the start to something really important, which is more transparency and um, just an enhancement of of our transparency report to understand how we think about violated views.
0: Did you get that? Hundreds of billions of times, they correct people who think improper thoughts about the pandemic. By the way, what does it mean to think improperly about the pandemic? Aren't we all learning new things about it every day? Isn't there? reasonable disagreement on things we I mean, take for example the science about masks i showed you this clip yesterday which of these versions is true and which is that conspiracy theory
3: irritating and people are more likely to touch their face um, when they have a mask on and that can be a way of inoculating yourself if I'm not sick, it's not effective. It's not something that when I'm out in public, it's going to protect me in any way. So we don't want people wearing it all day long, for example. We cannot rely on a mask because the mask is not what keeps us safe. And masks for long periods of time are not recommended by anybody um, in any situation. We're not wearing masks now. Would we be safer right now if we had masks on? Uh, no. You see, these are the things that we have learned. I've always supported wearing masks. I've never said don't wear them, I've always said wear them where it's appropriate.
0: And that's just a gentle question about masks and if they make sense, how about where the virus actually came from? Here's the former head of the Centers for Disease Control, uh, the top American public health agency, he thinks the virus escaped from the Wuhan Virology Institute. If I was to guess, this virus started transmitting somewhere in September, October in Wuhan. September, October. That's my own view, it's an only opinion. I'm allowed to have opinions now. You know, I am of the point of view that I still think the most likely uh, etiology of this pathogen in Wuhan was from a laboratory. Um, you know, escaped. Uh, other people don't believe that. That's fine. Science will eventually figure it out. It's not unusual for respiratory pathogens that are being worked on in a laboratory to infect a laboratory worker. It is also not unusual for that type of research to be occurring in Wuhan. The city is a widely known center for viral studies in China, including the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which has experimented extensively with bat coronaviruses. Now that's on CNN. I don't know if it's right or wrong. It rings true to me, but if you say those things on YouTube, you could lose your channel. Uh, Let me quote an exact excerpt from YouTube's Rules. False or unsubstantiated claims about the cause, promotion of dangerous remedies or cures, includes false or misleading claims about the effects or distribution of vaccines, Or origin or spread of COVID 19 that contradicts scientific consensus. Examples of this include government or governments created the virus as a bioweapon, corporations created the virus. Okay, well, what if the consensus is wrong? And whose consensus? That of the World Health Organization? China's consensus? America, who? Is science decided by votes? I guess it has been for centuries. Galileo was convicted. For defying the consensus. He said that the earth revolved around the sun, not the other way around, and that was just out of step with the consensus. But how do you ever advance and progress your understanding of the world if you can't challenge the establishment view? I can't think of anything less progressive than banning new and controversial ideas. New ideas are sometimes wrong. Maybe they're wrong most of the time, but we don't really know until we test them out, do we? That's the scientific process. You have a hypothesis. You run an experiment. You see the results. You revise your theories. You try again. But but if you do that on YouTube's favorite issues, and you heard them—the pandemic, or did Joe Biden win through voter fraud—you'll be banned. And she's pretty proud of that. Susan Wojcicki, that's the YouTube CEO. Uh, even explains how they're doing it. She says they're making many more censorship rules, and they're enforcing those many more rules harder than ever. Those are two ways, she boasts, that she's correcting how people think.
3: Well, first of all, I just want to say, I think it was a really important milestone in terms of what we announced today, because we have been asked many, many times by governments, by press, um, by advertising, creator community, about this violative rape. And... Um, we were able to show exactly how good we are at enforcement of our policies, right? So uh, we were able to show that um, we have a very high ability to find this content and, and show exactly what that number was. Um, we were also able to show that we were able to um, reduce it significantly over time. Um, so if you look at where we were in 2017 at the same time of the year, we've reduced this more by than 70%. And that is due to an incredible amount of hard work with machines and uh, also improving our policies. So not only did we significantly remove content that violates our policies uh, at that significant rate, but we also created a lot more policies that we had to remove. And uh, I mean, I would say the machines are good. We can find content uh, across the board. But, uh, you know, something like... uh hate speech or something that has a lot of context would be something that would be harder from a machine standpoint to be able to detect. But in the end, we've been able to really fine tune our machines so that we can find a lot of this content. And it is flagged, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's removed. So what happens is the machines will flag it and then it will be sent to human reviewers who will determine whether or not this is, in fact, violative or not. Well, look who's
0: ready to give that censorship a real boost. Here's a story today in Blacklock's reporter. Kill websites, says McLaughlin, referring to former Chief Justice Beverly McLaughlin. Federal regulators should take down websites with hurtful words, says a former Supreme Court Justice. Beverly McLaughlin yesterday said enforcement measures must be taken against Internet publishers hurting our democracy. We need to have, in some circumstances, a takedown mechanism when it's going to be a threat to life, said McLaughlin. Now, I don't know what she means by a threat to life. I, I'm guessing she means like a death threat, a credible, imminent death threat. I mean, that's already covered by the criminal code. I, I can't actually think of a single social media company in the world that wouldn't take that down. It's a violation of the terms of service of Twitter, of Facebook of YouTube, whatever. I don't think you need the courts to get involved. I can assure you that companies do that automatically very quickly. But that's not what they're really after, is it? That's not what the pandemic thing or the voter fraud thing are about, is it? They're trying to get political mind control, not life-saving measures. Let me read some more. We also need other mechanisms. We need a place where people can raise complaints. McLaughlin, 77, retired as Chief Justice four years ago. She co-authored a federally funded report that said Parliament must, quote, protect against social harms on the Internet. Speaking in a podcast for World Press Freedom Canada, McLaughlin said current limits on free speech are inadequate, including libel law and 1970 hate speech provisions of the criminal code. The problem is they're not always swift and fast, said McLaughlin. Criminal proceedings take a terribly long time. We are proposing an e-court where you go online, you say, this is happening to me. I am being bullied or harassed or whatever it is. And how do I deal with it? And there would be experts who know how to deal with those things. Oh, just that, eh? I love the fact that censors call themselves, what do they say? World Press Freedom Canada. That's gorgeous. What, did you think they'd call themselves Globalist Press Censorship Canada branch? No. But uh, they knew they had an ally in Beverly McLaughlin, and it's quite sad. Um, Beverly McLaughlin, I mean, she's the one who denounced Canada as a racist, genocidal country. Now, that's not true. It's a lie. It's a smear. But it just happens to have fit perfectly with the anti-Canada agenda promoted by not just Justin Trudeau, but by the Communist Party of China. They keep throwing that back in Canada's face whenever we mention human rights abuses in China. They talk about our genocide, and really, fair play, if our own prime minister and our own chief justice say we're human rights criminals, say we committed a genocide, why shouldn't China be able to quote them back to us? And of course, in the case of McLaughlin, the Chinese don't just quote her. They hire her. That's McLaughlin on China's official website for the Court of Final Appeal in Hong Kong. Now, back in the olden days, like just a few years ago, that would be great. A perfect job for a Canadian. Help oversee the independent laws of Hong Kong. That would be a great job. But that's over. Hong Kong isn't free anymore. China has crushed it. They're arresting politicians in the street. They're arresting lawyers, democracy activists. They broke their promise to Hong Kongers, and they broke their promise to the UK and to the world that they would keep Hong Kong free. They're a tyranny now, just like the rest of China. But Beverly McLaughlin stays on their court. She loves it. And they love her. She denounces Canada as racist. She gives the communist regime cover in Hong Kong. It's so, so gross. But she seems perfectly aligned with China on internet censorship, doesn't she? I love that line. She wants swift and fast justice. not enough to do anything about slow justice when she was chief judge. But she doesn't want any of this rule of law stuff and procedures and evidence stuff where each side gets a chance to make their case and test the other side's case. She doesn't want that. I mean, that's how it was when she was more Canadian in her approach, maybe. But now that she's more Chinese Communist Party, she really thinks things can be done in a flash, doesn't she? Just make it happen like a dictatorship does. Let me quote. McLaughlin described the Internet as a wonderful but... Powerful weapon that should be controlled. Quote, we all understand that speech is a wonderful thing. Really, I like it. And should be allowed to be free as long as it's not hurting other people, said McLaughlin. And then you have to impose some limits when it's hurting other people or hurting our democracy, unquote. Our democracy. she talking about China now or Canada. I got to check. And what does she mean by hurting? Hurting people's feelings? I I think that's what she means, because you you can't actually hurt someone just with a word on the internet. I I guess the consequences ultimately would would be to shut them down, she says, which happens in non-democratic countries all the time. I mean, I hope that would never happen. I really do, guys. I hope it would never happen. But there is that ultimate issue. If you want to do business, you have to do it responsibly, in accordance with our rules. You can put pressure on that way. Oh my God, she sounds like she's working for Beijing. Did she really just say that's the ultimate outcome? Just taking things down? There's just so much information that people are ready to believe all sorts of things, said McLaughlin. So we now find disinformation can be harnessed to be a very powerful force that can threaten democratic functioning. Wow, so in order to protect democracy, we have to destroy democracy. In order to protect the internet, We have to destroy the Internet, especially against disinformation. That's a word that China uses a lot. I mean, I might use that word, too. I think it's disinformation to say that Canada is a genocidal regime. I think that hurts democracy to say that, to say we're all racist. I think that's harmful. I'm embarrassed that she's our former chief judge. Instead of spreading liberal democracy to China, looks like she's trying to spread Chinese-style censorship over here. And it's working. Stay with us. Well, I was going to interview Sheila Gunn-Reid, who was on the site today of the Grace Life Church just outside Edmonton, when the police rolled in to shut the place down. They had a major raid. But instead of interviewing Sheila after the fact, I want to show you some chunks, some outtakes of my live interview with Sheila, who was there as they were putting up the fence. As you may know, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I do a live stream at 12 noon Eastern time. Sheila and David do it Tuesdays and Thursdays. So today, Sheila was on my show. We Actually, we ran for almost an hour and a half with her on the line, live streaming from the ground. And she sort of gave us a tour of the place and talked to the neighbor and talked to the cops. I'm not going to show you all hour and a half, but here are some of the highlights from my interview with Sheila earlier today. Take a look.
1: Well, um, you know i try to follow the rules of engagement of the church here they're yeah. not using the archer poloski style of right. police engagement yeah so i saw um, a ctv vehicle there protest. i saw yeah a med- there's ctv there's global
0: yeah they're, they're probably so, uh, popping the champagne cork because they're probably absolutely jubilant they despise this church they've been cheering on the lockdown uh, since the very beginning, and this is their victory day. This is their anti-Christmas. It, I mean, this truly, is, they're, the, they're wearing their little Nas satanic running shoes today. They couldn't be happier that a church is being shut down. I mean, it, they're, they're erotic about it.
1: Well, there's global, see, you can tell. Oh, there's the guy from... Um, uh, cp that had those the footage of Dion Buse striking me and then killed it oh you remember my that?
0: those are the worst there. people i said the <laughs> pa- pa- paladin security people are the worst people in the world i take that back that reporter yeah, so is that reporter is
1: remember him he's yes, he's do. the photo journalist and yeah. he said there was no usable footage of the strike of me until we caught him in our footage of Dion views yeah Hitting me, and then they suddenly miraculously produce it. So, all these people right here are people from the church. So, that one family there that directly in front of me they have, I think, eight or nine kids. Um, and this is the church, this is their church, this is uh, the you know, this is where they go to be together with their community. And the police and paladin are keeping them out. And usually, right in front of me here, where all the cops are, this is where. Uh, the church normally sets up their own yeah. um, perimeter to keep the journalists out. Yeah. But today, now the police have set up a perimeter to keep all the, uh, the congregants yeah. and supporters off the property.
0: And how comfortable do you feel about walking forward till you're stopped?
1: Sure, let's go. Let's see yeah. how it goes. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Back up you're getting awful close though. No, you're getting close though. Yeah, I will. Who's the
0: thug? What's his name? Ask him for his name and badge number.
1: That's yes. Sorry, what's your name and badge number? No, just, just
2: uh. think, thank
0: you. What's your well, name what's and badge his name number?
1: number? Well, I'm trying, but you're stopping me. Okay, but you can't go on the property now. Uh,
0: okay. Name well, and well, badge you, number. Can you
1: come back and provide his name and if badge number to me? To. No, not if he wants you to. I asked for it. That's
0: fine. What's this guy's name? What's this your name name? and
1: badge number? What's your name and badge number then? You're not going to provide it to me. I wouldn't either. I mean, you are doing a dawn raid on a church. I wouldn't want my name signed up to that either, I guess. And this is AHS? You're enforcing the AHS court order?
2: The AHS is enforcing the order.
1: Okay.
0: What a little thug.
2: yeah well you guys just saw how that's
1: going social distancing but they get right in my face
0: who's that who are those hmm? who are those people
1: these are my friends from grace life these this is the gentleman who is usually on the other side of the blockade <laughs> who flags me in in the morning um
2: my gate away
1: from me. <laughs> they, exactly he's crying because they took his gate yeah. away and uh this gentleman right here, uh, right in front of me, he is the uh, elder who put on that real clinic about how to deal with police, with Deacon, technically, uh, who, uh, who showed everybody exactly how to deal with the police when they are violating Section 176.2 of the criminal code.
0: Yeah. Well, Sheila, I appreciate you asking them uh, for their uh, name and badge number. The, you're, I think you're exactly right. They are cowards, and they know what they're doing is cowardly, they know what they're doing is deeply embarrassing. And you're right, if I was that cowardly, I would not want the world to know my name either. If I was part of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, and what was I doing today? I was storming a church at dawn, setting up a perimeter, bringing in Porta potties <laughs> What a disgrace. Yeah. What a disgrace they all are.
1: Well, and can I tell you just how poorly thought out this all is? So uh, you can see they've completely blocked off the road. And over here, you can see there's a shared driveway with the church and this piece of private property right here, where the man has his trailer stored and he has a garage. This man can't access his property. The police have it completely blocked off because they're so hell-bent on locking down and raiding a church here. Oh. So there's a guy right there, this guy. I don't know, maybe we can see his license plate. Let me catch up here. Ah, darn it. That guy right there just stopped and yelled at these nice families who are here watching their church be locked down, that guy in that Chevy.
0: And what did he, did you he hear what he said?
1: Oh, he just screamed, haha, ha, like it's about time. Let me just run up here. Because they're lucky I'm on that treadmill every night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Satanists, are they Satanists are better than you are better than you guys. Go to the Church of Satan, even they follow mask bylaw. They you do. Know? They do. Oh, they, wow. They do. I didn't know that the Satanists were all in the mask. Oh, That's yeah. Cool. Good for Check them.
1: it out, man. That's true. <laughs> Sorry about the swearing there, but
3: that's the- uh, I think he literally love, love praised criticism. the church of
0: Satan. I'm not even kidding. I think he literally gave a shout out to the church of Satan. Is Did I hear that correctly, Sheila?
1: Yes, he said that even the church of Satan follows masking. And so he said, you creationists, which I don't think they are here, where at least I haven't heard it. And who cares if they are? But he said, you creationists are worse than the church of Satan.
0: Wow. Well, he was using them as a moral authority, wasn't he? He was saying using yeah. them. So yeah. gross. This, this really is, this is, is a battle like. of good and evil, isn't it? Like it. Like when I said satanic, I was saying that in the, not a particularly no. religious. Like what's the ob- what's the opposite of a church? What's the opposite of people going to pray? I, I was using it more as an antonym. But that no. guy, No Baloney, really referred to the satanic church or whatever he really said that i i was saying it as a you know as a metaphor or a literal uh style he referred to the church of satan as his moral guideline on masks
1: yeah i mean and you're exactly right when you say it is a battle of good and evil it is you know uh (laughs) for these christians behind me it's the battle that they were promised right i'm sorry if i'm shaking it's quite cold. um But, I mean, he drove by, cackled at families of children standing in the cold, in despair watching their church being locked down, shouted his uh, pleasure at seeing a church locked down, which indeed is satanic, and then used this church of Satan as his moral authority when it comes to mask laws. I mean, this is what we're dealing with here.
0: Yeah, that's extremely, extremely
1: gross. This here, this is the guy who owns the... garage and he he's trying to get in
0: <laughs>
1: oh. to his own property
0: imagine if these stupid cops keep him out what an incredible thing that would be these bullies these cowards who won't even show you their name and face are they so dumb as to keep this man out from his own property
1: I, he, I don't I don't understand like this guy just wants to use his own garage but they're so hell bent on locking up this church that they're willing to violate this guy's property rights too. See, this man attends the church and he's saying right now to this, uh, I don't know if he's a security guard or plainclothes cop, but he's saying to them, after this is all over, you're welcome to come to the church. So that's the kind of hearts and minds huh. uh, of the people at the church here. That they are truly hearts full of forgiveness. They're not vindictive. They just know that you know they're they're staring down evil, and uh, they are willing to forgive even those who trespass against them.
0: Huh. Well, this will be interesting because will they literally keep this man away from his home? Now that's a pretty serious truck there. Uh, it looks like the the ditch is a little mushy. I wouldn't want to take this truck into the ditch, but that's got a serious engine under there. What's that, a, a 250, Ford F-250 or something? What, what kind of vehicle is that? Uh, that well, it's the, a
1: six, seven liter power stroke. It's a 350, so this guy will be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty
0: serious vehicle there. You know your trucks. Um, he could, he could probably go through the field. I just would worry it would be too mushy from... Uh, uh,
1: it looks like he just washed shit.
0: Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. No, I mean, like, I wouldn't want him to get stuck. He could drive yeah. through. I wonder if they'll let him go to his own property.
1: I guess we're going to find out.
0: Yeah, it's madness that they wouldn't. It shows just how unlawful, disorganized...
1: They're we letting him in
0: and abusive these police are imagine having a check stop at your own property
1: so that man as he drove past I don't know if you heard that but he said everybody's welcome on our land including you press and he pointed at me
0: (laughs) (laughs) you mean the guy the guy in the pickup there
1: in the pickup so they're letting him go in and he's uh looks like he's a veteran he's got a legion plate and then a support our troops plate well if he just and said you're
0: welcome to go onto his property why don't you go i am maybe maybe get a ride with him
1: oh, gosh. he but, said i can go on to his property
0: yeah you're the damn straight yeah here. keep walking so just keep uh, walking
1: i got permission from the landowner
0: keep walking those paladin thugs <laughs> keep walking ah, there you go there you go. We don't bend the knee to Satan's army. There you go. Look at you now. Exactly. <laughs> Who is that friendly fellow? Let's say hi to him. Let's say hi and thank you. Let's say hi and thank you. Who is this friendly guy? Give him a wave. Give him a wave mm-hmm. and a holler, introduce yourself neighborly like. I will. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. I'm having fun. And, and how much battery juice do you have on your phone? Because we've been yapping at you for almost oh, an hour. Are you okay?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think we're okay for a little bit. Give him a wave.
0: Who's that friendly guy?
1: Hey. I do kind of go here. Hi, how are you? Are we going to hug? <laughs> so... Hey, you got it. Uh, so you're live right now, with Ezra, by the way. You know, I was telling the uh,
2: plainclothes believing officer, staff sergeant, who said that uh, we talked about the screening here. And I told him, I think the last time I saw that kind of screening was on the Carla Homoka house in Ontario, where they murdered those two young girls. I think that's the last time. And then they bulldoze the house. So I don't know if that's what's happening here or they're planning to bulldoze
0: the church.
1: I don't know if you could hear that, Ezra. Could I you did. hear that?
0: I did. Say hello to the gentleman from me and, and give him my best regards. It's a dark time when churches are being fenced off.
1: It's terrible. And they didn't even think this through, that they uh, blocked access to your property because they're just so eager to prevent the church from gathering.
2: I know. It's, I don't know what to say. It's just—I its, just, it's I woke up with a headache when I got my— my messages this morning. I thought this can't be happening in Canada.
1: No, it's shocking. Uh, I'm supposed to send my best regards from Ezra, and thank you for letting me on the property. Oh, end. You're,
2: you're welcome all the time. Thank Come you. Back, we're probably we should invite everybody over to the property here. Yeah. And we can have prayers this morning. Yeah. We'll open up the doors. It's
0: not heated, but it's going to be okay. Okay. All right. Thanks, Sheila. Thanks. Well, isn't that there amazing? Opening the doors there because I looked at the order that is affixed to the. First of all, Sheila, that took guts. Thank you for doing that. And, And you're cool as a cucumber the whole time, you're darn straight. And I read the order affixed to the door of the church, and it very clearly only refers to those premises. It doesn't refer to this guy's premises. And you heard him. I heard him. First of all, he was very, um, very thoughtful, very perceptive. Uh, I was touched by what he said. Um, he,
1: he attends the church. I see him every week.
0: Oh, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Um, his comments about the last time he saw this kind of a police deployment was for the serial killer, Carla Homolko. And are they going to bulldoze this church, too? You know, I know he said that ironically or sarcastically or sardonically, but really that's only one degree further than what we are right now. Um, Mm -hmm. And you heard the man. He said, everyone welcome here. I don't know if he means right now, but the order that those cowardly thugs are enforcing, and I call them cowardly because they won't say their name or give their badge number. Those cowardly thugs claim to have authority to Mm -hmm. lock down the church. And they claim their authority is that order affixed to the door of the church. Justin, I yeah. don't know if you can manifest that order. Do you have that picture? Maybe Ephron can give it to you. Just we could put it on the screen there. It's not that important. I just want to show it. That order does not apply to this man's house now, does it? Does not apply no, to his and I, garage.
1: It looks like they are now erecting fence just to the other side of his driveway so that he can continue to access his garage, but they really want to make sure that nobody gets on church property.
0: <laughs> Who are these guys? Like, who's that guy? Because we saw the That's truck, uh, the trucks fencing. leave the fencing truck.
1: Yeah, well, there's another fencing truck right there. So they kept truck. Going. Yeah, just, just for so one second,
0: f- we're going to put on screen for one second the order. Alberta Health Services had ordered this premises closed to the public. Grace Life Church of Edmonton. Thank you, Justin. I just wanted to show it. So that's the church is closed, not the neighbor's house, not the road to the neighbor's house. These police have no authority there, although it hasn't stopped them before now, has it?
1: No. No.
0: Well, look at that. I saw another journalist follow your courage and go down the road. As always, you're ahead of the uh, you're ahead of the pack.
1: Oh, no, that's not another journalist. That's Jimmy. He's the videographer from the church. Oh,
0: I see, I see, I see. (laughs) And now there's the owner. There's the owner going out. Go see what he has to say. He's probably going to give a tongue lashing to these dirty cops. And I call them dirty because I don't think they're following the law about disclosing their identity.
2: Why would you do that? Block it off here if you don't want anybody going to church for whatever reason. Well, it doesn't make any sense. We're, We're blocking up right down the middle. Giving you that half, and yeah, it's going to go right so to the So, why can't end. you go? Cross the the you go across the driveway and along the grass? Give me the driveway so you get a cross there. You don't get to get called by a pretty much like that. You got to reseed it. You can go across the driveway and down the grass. That makes no sense. Don't be legalist. Right now, that's where the fence is going to go. If you have an it's issue. Is it your fault? It's not my fault you have to talk to uh, Kevin Mcgilvray at the uh, park on the park. He's, he's, uh, uh, he's essentially my boss, I'm, just, I'm a corporeal here it's, it's high a little, <laughs> not high high So this is, this is in your side right. man I am, well thank you
1: So this is going to obstruct your that's, use of your property.
2: your property Why are you allowing it? Yeah, that's in your property right there. They shouldn't should be on the property. Oh, yeah. oh, right. so it there? Well, there yeah, like, well, the, Ian, like, that's I too close know. to your road. You're going to have to tear, tear it down. It's <laughs> <down. laughs> huh? I will tear it yeah.
1: down. you going to tear it down? Well, I will if you want to.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Unreal. They're trespassing,
0: they're trespassing on his property.
1: Yeah, you guys are trespassing. And this man just told the RCMP corporal here, you're putting this on my land and you're, he said, I have to get a combine in here. So like, I don't know if you can see this and if you're familiar with the turning radius of a combine but he can't get in and out. They're obstructing his ability to lose, to use his own property.
2: I want to spot the church, possibly, but not on my property. It's <laughs> not property. Look gonna cut it. We were told the property line right here. No, the property line is right there. Well, four feet from the... right here. You can now protect. You know better than me. oh I don't have a survey. He is the... That's why the asphalt stopped yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. but you need the the Yeah, I'll uh, the stop there. That yeah. Right there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but put your, ro- put your blockade across the road so, like so I can get my equipment It's like any other equipment. I see pump. why you can't go across the road. Well, across the road. Across the road. Get the You know, you should come Oh, all right. okay. well, I just thought that you're concerned that you didn't want to travel no, on truck, truck. It in. All right, so what well, was come with me here go right across. Me. across the road
1: what a gong show
0: yeah what a bunch of clowns i don't know who's stupider the cowardly rcmp officer the fence builder Jason Kenny, Tyler Shandro, Casey Madu, Alberta Health Services' little tyrants, they're all clowns and cowards. Alberta's motto is strong and free. That's false advertising today.
1: Imagine coming and just throwing up a fence on a private property owner's land who incidentally attends the church, but he, he doesn't own the property. Like He owns his own property here. And they don't even have the, the land survey yeah, they have no idea where the, the property is property right now it's a private property. Here we go. off the property he's kicking the media off. off
0: perfect they're the worst scram get out Satan out I'm joking around I was I was channeling Arthur Pavlovsky I loved how he drove his trespassers out get these little thugs out get out get out! Get out. But when you hate a church, what is that but satanic? Is that not the technical, physical, mathematical definition of satanic? If you hate a church, if you're trying to blockade a church, is that not actually a secular definition of satanic?
2: Report the party line. Can't think for themselves.
0: (laughs) right on right on i think someone (laughs) should call the cops uh, uh, to get the trespassers off because there's some trespassers (laughs) here i think you got to call the cops though sheila
1: well how do they how do they do this without even knowing where the property line is how do? like i don't understand go
0: ask them I don't think they can arrest you for asking a question, Sheila. <laughs>
1: so, so did nobody pull a property survey before they started putting up fences or
2: so we'll we'll check it out there and we'll yeah, let well, you can just gonna go me.
0: <laughs> Sheila you're so much more polite than me, thank God you're out there rather than me. that's our show for today. What do you think? I'm stunned. I've known Jason Kenney for more than 20 years, and I always knew him as one of the most Christian and pro-religious freedom politicians in Canada. When he was in the federal cabinet, he uh, created the Office for Religious Liberty. Uh, It had a different name than that, but that's what its purpose was, to promote religious freedom around the world. And now he's crushing churches in Alberta. I just don't get it. That's the same church, of course, where they arrested the pastor and threw him in prison for 35 days. Something is deeply wrong in Alberta, and I found it incredible. I'd be interested in your point of view. Feel free to send me an email at ezra at rebelnews.com or put a comment beneath this video. Until tomorrow, on behalf of all of us here at Rebel World Headquarters, to you and all, good night. Keep fighting for freedom.